0: Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman. Joel Johnson is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. You've seen him published in Forbes and the Wall Street Journal. He's been an analyst for Fox Business and has written six of his own books. Joel, always a pleasure to talk with you. I guess we should first address the elephant in the room. Midterms are behind us. Thank goodness. I have seen enough
1: political ads to to last me a lifetime. Hopefully we can all get back to work here. I shouldn't say we can all. I I hope the folks in Washington, D.C. can now get back to work and and leave the rest of us alone. Um, It has been an interesting election season. Uh, I don't know if, you know, is the rhetoric ramped up? It sure is in my lifetime. But I was reading a few historians a little while back, and I guess there have been some real, real tumultuous knockdown, dragout races um, earlier in the 20th century. And, uh, you know, I just don't realize that because I wasn't alive back then. So regardless, uh, it is nice to be past the elections. And now we can settle down and get back to work um, for those of us that were a little distracted. And uh, we will see how things play out. I know the
0: politicians will begin start worrying about 2020 at this point, And what we're going to talk about is your money. Yeah, I was going to say, enjoy your two weeks off. And the 2020 campaign will be in full force. So uh, one thing of note that the IRS recently announced is that they're going to be increasing the contribution limits for IRAs and 401ks next year going into 2019. So if folks were maxing out their contributions before, should all those people just automatically assume that they're going to increase their savings to the new threshold?
1: Well, I think most people should. Um, You know, Unless you get into sophisticated tax planning, where you're looking at, oh, down the line, is it possible that I could put this money somewhere else and pay less in taxes over my lifetime, then you know, if you you have more money or if you have a much higher income, then, you know, maybe we should do a little additional planning. But I'd say for the majority uh, of you listening to this program, you probably should just increase uh, your limits. If you can put $19,000 a year into that 401k because that's the new deferral limits, then uh, more power to you. I would do that. And by the way, there's the catch-up provision, remember. So you can defer $19,000 into your 401k, according to the IRS, and you can put $25,000 into your 401k if you are over age 50. IRA limits are 6,000 if you're under 50 and if you're over 50, 7,000. So for the most part, I think it's always good when you save more money, if you can put that extra contribution into your IRA or 401k, um, that's absolutely terrific. So uh, go ahead and do that. If you've saved too much money when you get to retirement, then we'll deal with that in retirement.
0: Yep, so it's one of those things, like you said, unless there are some tax planning things afoot, which, quite frankly, a lot of people should be doing tax planning, and they aren't. But that's probably another conversation for another day. Let's talk, though, about income planning, Joel, because... That's the thing that so many people are also missing when it comes to their retirement plan. In fact, it's been said that if you don't have an income plan, you don't really have a retirement plan. Would you agree with that? 100%. I would absolutely
1: agree with that. I think any part of a financial plan is an income plan. And an income plan consists of three parts. One is answering the question, are you going to have enough money to last for the rest of your life? And that starts with your goals, with sitting down and figuring out how much income do you want? Uh, What do you have coming in? And that's based on your goals. What we tell people is, hey, pretend you're retired today, or if you are retired today, how much money do you want coming into your house that you can spend every single month? What is that number? Forget about inflation. Forget about where it's coming from, what investments you're buying or selling. Just how much money do you want coming into the house every month? Let's say it's $10,000 a month. We're going to run that scenario. But again, you have to give us that number. Everything else, let us worry about inflation where the investments are going to go, and so on. But the answer we need, the question we need to answer for you is, based on that 10000 a month, will you ever run out of money? Do you have either a certainty or a high probability, high confidence that you will not run out of money? So the first question, again, an income plan answers is, do I have enough money to last for the rest of my life? Now, the second question is, what rate of return... Do I need on my savings, on my investments, to last for the rest of my life? So typically, in retirement, you have Social Security. You may or may not have a pension. Wendy and I will both collect Social Security. And if that's not enough, which it certainly won't be, then I have to take a certain amount out of my investments every month. Well, what rate of return do I need to earn on those investments? That's step number two. So step number one, am I gonna be okay for the rest of my life? Step number two, what rate of return do I need to earn on my investments? The third part of income planning is, which accounts do I take money from first in retirement? One of the big mistakes a lot of people make is, they say, well, I've got five accounts, I'm just gonna take uh, one-fifth out of each account. I'm just gonna take a certain amount of money out of each account. That doesn't always make, make the most sense. Many times you should take, One account and draw it all the way down to zero and leave the other accounts alone. And a lot of times, those other accounts have grown. By the time you draw the first account down to zero, those other accounts have grown. So you have the same amount of money at the end of that period of time, but it might be much more tax efficient. So, again, good income planning. Number one, are you going to be okay? Number two, what rate of return do you need to have your money last for the rest of your life? And number three, what withdrawal? combination should I use? What account should I draw from first? And that's part of a good income plan. And that's where financial planning starts. Not talking about your investments, setting
0: up a great income plan for you. Can you give us an example, a real life example of what it looks like? Somebody who came in and had done a good job saving, but didn't have that income plan in place, how you helped them get that in place and what a difference that made in their retirement plan.
1: Well, this is easy because I can think of a client that I did an annual review with just this last week. He came in and we had a great review. He's been retired now for uh, four and a half years, I want to say. And when he came to us, all he knew is he was retiring. He had a 401k. He had a pension, and one of the options on that pension was to do a lump sum rollover into an IRA, um, he had uh, Social Security coming. He had some money he had inherited from a family member. And so he just had this sort of jumbled junk drawer, I like to call it, of accounts, lots of different accounts, lots of different income streams coming in retirement. Didn't have a cohesive plan, with, had some spreadsheets and so on. But what we did was we sat down and came up with a plan for him. So when he came to us again, didn't have a plan. Part of organizing his finances and doing that one-page money map that we talked about was for the first time, he saw everything in a very visual way on one page. He was able to bring that back to his spouse, and now she understood everything. And then we began to build an income plan, and his income plan was exactly like what I talked about a little bit earlier. It had a lot to do with, number one, is he going to be okay for the rest of his life? Yes, the answer was yes, he's going to have plenty of money. Two, what rate of return does he need on his money? And then three is what order do we spend these accounts in? And for him, we set up kind of a laddered plan. We set up one account where he's going to drain it over the first 10 years. Another account where he's going to trigger income after that 10 years is over from year 11 through year 20. And then another account that was just designed to grow For the next 20 years and from time to time he could take withdrawals from that if he wanted to. That gave him a lot of security, a lot of peace of mind just knowing that we'd set up a good income plan. He could see it. He left our office with a lot more confidence than he had when he walked in. And uh, we still meet and we have a great meeting. And now because he feels comfortable a lot of times we just talk about kids and what it's like to live in a different part of the country which he lives in now. And uh, we just have
0: really nice meetings. Why is it that so many people are so woefully unprepared when it comes to having an income plan in place? I mean, it's not as if most people don't have an advisor. I mean, sure, there are people that are doing it themselves, but why do so many people who have a financial advisor not have that income plan? Well, I think the focus
1: is or the tendency is to focus on the investments. What mutual funds do I have? Are they the best funds? Should I switch funds? What stocks do I have? Um I own this bond, I own that bond. Um, I have a pension, I'm going to wait till age 70 just because, you know, Susie Orman told me I should wait till age 70 to take it or Social Security. Uh, There's just a completely disjointed thought process when it comes to putting together a financial plan. And what happens today is because information is so prevalent, you know, CNBC and Fox Business News are on and and we're so focused on the short-term movement in the market that that seems to take up all of the energy When it comes to the conversations most people have with their financial advisors, it's got to go back to the plan. If you're going to have financial security, it's got to go back to the plan. If you want your own income plan, get ready to call us. We would love to take you through the income plan. Again, the only thing you have to do is to come up with that amount of money that you want to spend every month. $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, whatever your number is, don't think about some big giant number that you've got to save, a million dollars, $2 million. Just think of that amount of money that you want to spend every single month, month in, month out. We'll do all the work. We'll factor in inflation. We'll look at where your guaranteed sources of income are coming from. But you will benefit from having a written income plan, something you can hold in your hands, you can look at, you completely understand because it's nice and simple, and you can communicate it Family members. So I would like you to come in and get your own custom income plan. It's part of our Money Map Retirement Review. So if you want your income plan, again, it's customized. It's not some cookie cutter result or even some computer-driven program. It's a personal, unique income plan based on your personality and your unique financial situation. Call one 800 705-1232. It's one eight hundred seven zero five one two three two. 705 1232 You can also text that number, text your first and last name, and set up a time to come in and get your customized income plan. You come in, you visit with one of our advisors at one of our offices. It's nice and simple, it's easy, and there's no obligation and no pressure, but you'll benefit from having this income plan. So if you have $250,000 saved for retirement, call now. We'll take calls for the next 10 minutes, one 800 705 1232. Again, 1 800 705 1232. Come on in and get
0: your custom retirement income plan. 800 705 1232 is that number. Again, call or text. Just be sure to include your first and last name if you're texting. When you come in, you'll get a copy of one of Joel's books when you come in for your Money Map Retirement Review, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, let's go through our retirement checklist. Just like that pilot, before he starts taxiing down the runway, he goes through all those things on the checklist to be sure that all the bases are covered. Well, you need to do the same thing before you walk away from a paycheck. Go through these items on the checklist and be sure that before you take off into retirement, that you have everything nailed down. So Joel, we have several things on the checklist here. We may or may not even get through all of them on the show today, but we'll kind of make this a lightning round. I'll just throw these things out to you. You can tell us why they're important and and sort of how you counsel people on these. Uh, First thing on the checklist is do I know exactly how much income I need every month in retirement? Well, and this is a bit of a follow-up on the
1: previous segment, right? We talked about, you know, if you can come up with that amount of money that you need every month, we can do the rest of your retirement income plan for you. How do you know how much income you need every month? Well, if you're still working, you can just kind of look at your take-home pay. And let's say you're taking home, I don't know, $3,700 a month, just to pick a number out of, this, out of the air here. Well, if you have money left over at the end of the month, if you're not borrowing money at the end of the month to get through, then you're living on 3700 You could do that simple of a calculation if you want to. Most people do go through and add up the bills that they're paying, You know whether that's uh, rent, mortgage, car payment, wh- whatever it might be, and you kinda have to subtract out some of the things that you might not have in retirement, but you've gotta figure out, and I don't know if I like the word exactly in your question, John, but you've gotta figure out within, I would say, about 10% one way or the other, how much income you really need in retirement and then you could say well joel i want an extra thousand dollars a month or three thousand dollars a month that's fine but let's find
0: out exactly how much you need certainly an important number to know how about this next on the checklist is do i know which account i should withdraw from first a lot of people don't even stop to think about that they don't stop to think about it and this is a really really big deal because when we get into
1: the way you're going to take your retirement income or even if you're already retired the way you're taking your income One of the most important things to do is minimize taxes. You've got to minimize taxes. If you can save a dollar in taxes, that's a 100% return on that dollar, right? You, You never have to give that dollar back, and that's huge. So figure out what accounts, or work with a financial advisor, a good financial advisor that specializes in retirement, and figure out which accounts should you draw from first. My mom and dad, they're in their early 80s. They have certain accounts they're drawing from, and other accounts they're leaving alone. That didn't just happen by accident. They didn't say, well, we like this account. We don't like this other account. So let's spend the one we don't like first. That was through basic tax planning. We found out that it makes more sense if they spend a certain account and leave another account alone.
0: Next item on the checklist before you start taxiing down that retirement runway is, do I know the ideal time to take social security? Again, for so many people, this is not something they put any thought into. It's just, well, I'm 62, I can take it now, might as well, or, well, I'm retired, I might as well start it now. Yeah, and, and this
1: is, again, everybody sort of knows this information. If you don't, I'll just tell you now, for each year you delay Social Security, your monthly check goes up by somewhere around seven to eight percent. What does that mean? It means that if I was going to get $1,000 a month by triggering my Social Security today, if I wait for a year, I'm going to get between $1,070 and $1,080 a month. So for every year I wait, I get a little bit more money on a monthly basis. So people have in their mind, well, I'm just going to wait until age 70 because I'll get the most amount of money. What a lot of people forget is, wait a minute, if I wait till age 70, I've given up a whole bunch of monthly checks. So even though I get a bigger monthly check at age 70, there's a whole lot of money I left on the table. How long do I have to live now before I get that money I left on the table back just because I've got an extra $70 or $80 or $200 in my check. So there's a complicated calculation that goes in to deciding when you should take your Social Security. And again, it's different for different people. If you have a Social Security that you can trigger or you have a 401k and you say, well, I'm going to take money out of my 401k and leave Social Security alone. I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. You have very little control over that Social Security account and you have a lot of control over your 401k. Then again, some People should uh, leave the Social Security alone and draw their 401k out. So it really depends on your individual situation. And we can do a Social Security analysis for you. It's customized To you, And what it avoids is this mistake that most people make where they look at Social Security in a vacuum. When should I trigger Social Security? That's the question. They look at figuring that out in a vacuum as if they didn't have any other money. Most people that are well off should probably trigger Social Security early and leave other accounts alone, but that's counterintuitive. So why don't you come on in and get your own Social Security analysis? We'll do that for you. It's absolutely free. There's no obligation. If you don't want to talk about anything else, any of your investments, that's fine. We'll do the custom Social Security analysis for you. It'll answer the question, when should I take Social Security? And if I'm married, should my spouse and I take it at the same time or should we sort of stagger the benefits based on our longevity? So call now one 800 We'll give you that social security analysis. It's absolutely free. You just come in and visit with us for a little bit and we'll prepare that for you. Uh, You'll be glad you got that. It's an important part of your overall retirement plan and it helps you look at social security as another asset just like all the other assets you have, homes, 401k accounts, IRA accounts, brokerage firms, and so on. So call 1-800-705-1232 and get your custom social security analysis. Just say when you leave a message on that number that I want my social security analysis.
0: Again, 800-705-1232, 800-705-1232. Could it be that you're in that boat? where your social security strategy, the thing that's actually best for you with your overall plan is actually counterintuitive from what you think you should be doing with social security. Wouldn't you like to know the answer to that? If that's in the the case, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. Call or text if you'd like that social security analysis. Again, it's completely complimentary, but reach out to us now. 800-705-1232. Joel, we're going through our retirement checklist, making sure we've addressed everything that we need to think about before we take off down the runway of retirement. How about longevity risk? Have I addressed longevity risk so that I don't outlive my money? Now, this is something people at least think about because running out of money is the biggest fear that most retirees have, but have they actually done a good job of addressing that issue in their portfolio?
1: Yeah, I mean, if we go way back when Social Security first came out, the average life expectancy of a male was somewhere around 64, 65 years old. So think about that. You're gonna work, you're gonna pay into social security, and half of you are gonna be dead by the time that you take social security because age 65 was the original normal retirement date. So now, fast forward that to today, not only are we living longer, which is why social security, the system has a funding problem, but you've got to make sure that you can double or maybe triple your income in retirement so the longevity risk not only is a risk of running out of money if we're just taking a constant amount of income but because we have to increase income to keep up with inflation that increases the risk of running out of money so it's very important that you address your longevity risk because depending on how long your life expectancy is how long did your parents live brothers and sisters you're probably gonna live longer if you're listening to this we've got to address not only inflation the importance of giving yourself raises to keep up with the cost of living but also your investments change Because if you're investing for the long run, you've got to expose yourself to some volatility. You've got to take on a bit of risk, maybe not a ton of risk, but a bit of risk to keep up with inflation. And many times again, we've talked about this idea of staggering your withdrawals, taking one account and drawing that down maybe over the first 10 years. And then the next account triggers and it pays you from year 10 to your 20. And then there's that one account that'll last um, for the rest of your life, but you don't touch it until 20 years is out, until you've drawn the first two accounts.
0: That's a great technique to use to address this longevity risk. Next up on our retirement planning checklist is, am I prepared to handle market volatility? And I guess here we mean both from a planning standpoint, but also from an emotional standpoint. Am I prepared to handle it?
1: Yeah, And this is really important. Nothing derails good long-term investment plans and financial plans quicker than somebody getting nervous about market volatility and changing the plan. And this happens in two ways. One is people are scared of missing out. They see the market going up and they feel like, oh, I have this other account. It's only gotten 5% and the market's gone up 15. I'm going to switch over to that market side. So that's one mistake people make when the volatile market kicks in. The other one is just fear. Um, You know, last October is a perfect example. We saw the markets drop significantly. Um, Some of the indexes and some of the tech stocks were down uh, about 20%. Facebook, from its high to its low, was well over 25% down maybe even 30% down, I'm kind of trying to do the calculations in my head, that kind of volatility scares people out of the market or it gets people to jump in at the wrong time. So you've got to be prepared to handle market volatility. And the best way to do that is have a strong, strong financial plan so you're not tempted to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. It's all about having the plan, having the income plan and having
0: the investments serve that financial plan, that income plan. What about, and this is the last thing on our retirement checklist, do I have my legacy plan nailed down? Yeah, and the great thing about legacy planning, and let me be real clear what I mean by
1: this. you know, Wendy and I, we have four boys. The oldest right now is 28. The youngest is 19. We're not going to leave them a big lump sum of money. So we have a legacy plan, which starts with what are our values? What values do we want to maintain when it comes to our money even when we're no longer here. And so we've built trusts, we've built things that that maintain those values. And so that might mean that the kids don't get a lump sum, but they get a certain amount of money every month until they're of a certain age. It might mean that we don't treat the kids equally from a financial standpoint because one has done much better than the others. Not the case in my uh, family, but that happens a lot with different clients so we've got to really get that legacy plan nailed down we have a lot of clients that have kids or grandkids with special needs maybe uh, an addiction issue or uh, maybe it's a special needs uh, educational challenges or something like that that can all be addressed in the legacy plan. And I'll tell you, after doing a financial plan, uh, I think I can think of no other thing that gives clients a tremendous amount of relief and peace of mind of having that estate plan, having that legacy plan finished. Spouses no longer have to look at each other and worry about, oh, what's going to happen when well, we're not here. You've done everything you can to make sure you
0: can control your money
1: from the grave, I like to say, and make sure that your values are
0: carried on. Well, Joel, if somebody is not sure where they are with their checklist and they want to be sure that they are covering all of their bases, what can we do to make sure they're in good shape?
1: Real simple. Come on in and get your money map. Uh, We will do a money map for you. It's your whole financial life on one page. And we'll talk about the things that we've been talking about today. When to take Social Security. Do you have a proper retirement income plan? How do you combat market volatility? What order should you withdraw your accounts from? Some of you that are already retired, you're taking your income from the wrong accounts. I just know that to be true for some of you that are listening right now. So let's make sure you're on track. Come in, get your Money Map Retirement Review. It's real simple. You give us a holler, you leave a message, and we'll get back to you on the next business day. We'll set up a time for you to come in and visit in one of our offices, and we'll give you your customized Money Map Retirement Review. 1-800-705-1232. Again, that's 1-800-705-1232.
0: That's 800-705-1232. Call or text, whichever you prefer. Be sure to include your first and last name. If you text 800-705-1232. That's all we have time for this week on Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk with you next week right here, same time, same place. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents in all appropriate jurisdictions.